We're not even the best builders in town. We're just registered as BBIT. And I think it's just kind of cooler because like BBIT, it just sounds like a cool name, but in reality, it's an acronym for something super lame. (laughs) (laughs) All right, do we want to get started? Hi, you're listening to Bits and Bots, a podcast where we talk about our experience with the first robotics programs and how it's changed our lives. (laughs) How's everybody feeling? This is really awkward. (laughs) How does Liz? What are you doing? (laughs) I saw you study the quiz line in the car. I'm nervous. Okay. Somebody else can talk. Okay, Okay, Nicholas, go. All right. Well. We're just starting this podcast because we need outreach, <laughs> and with COVID, we're having a hard time, you know, getting interviews and trying to spread word about first, so we're going to make this podcast to pretty much be like a permanent outreach that people can look back on, because in the past, we've just kind of gone to schools and stuff and just told the, our sponsors about it and stuff, and that only the people in that moment will be able to hear, and they can pass it on to whoever they talk to, but a podcast we can upload and it'll be on the internet and people can look back on it and people can refer it, refer other people to it and we can kind of get an audience that'll just kind of come back to it. So that's kind of just why we're starting. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we're just going to share our experience with first and I guess we get started with saying we're from Oregon, right? So we're we're an FTC, uh, an FTC robotics team, eleven three ninety seven BBIT. Um, we started off our FTC going being in the Hillsborough League, and then transferred to the Tillamook League, and we have been in that. That we're do we're in that we're in that league this year too, I guess. Should we talk about why we're in the Tillamook League? We're in the Tillamook League because we wanted to change. We wanted to see new robots and see new teams and have um, some different competition for us. She's lying. It's about the cheese. (laughs) This is also true. It's about the cheese and the ice cream. I'm a little disappointed this year now that we're doing remote events that we can't go to the cheese factory and get our ice cream afterwards. A little disappointed about that. It's just not the same. Robotics is different now. We literally stopped. I think we stopped there like every time. We stopped at that cheese. The, at the cheese factory after every meet and that was like Why I looked it? forward to that like after every league meet I was like the only thing I wanted was Tillamook ice cream <laughs> that that's, was that's like the number one thing you go there for like, yeah if you go to Tillamook you have to go to the, the well now creamery yeah cheese factory but if you can withstand the stench of the entire town because of the cow poop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you oh, know what? When you're on buses, yeah. <laughs> no, Jeez, when you're when you're bro. like going, <laughs> like for sports, I know for like softball, when you're like on the bus and you start driving into Tillamook, you know when you reach Tillamook because oh, yeah. the oh, just yeah. the smell signature and the atmosphere. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the signature well, scent. Especially right. if it's like a hot day and you're oh. on the bus, it's just like the musty and you got the windows open. It's so nice. It just sounds like cow food. It's so gross. But it's worth it because they have yummy ice cream. That, so yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you win or lose, ice cream, ice make it better. Oh, uh, 100%. I guess we should say that we're a team of four. If you haven't is, noticed already. <laughs> yes, there's the four of us on here. We're, we're quite small of a team, but I think it all works in our favor. You know, we're yeah. all really good friends and just makes it fun. We all get involved in a little bit of everything, everything we want to do, the building, mm-hmm. the prototyping, the 
typing of the engineering notebook, programming, stuff like that. Not programming. You're our only programmer, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> None I'm of us have a clue on how to do that. You're you, we you're you're the only. Julian helps me out. I bounce ideas. Yeah. Or he's just there when I need to talk about it. To <laughs> just process through my head. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of sit there with my blank space. And I'm just like, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Don't <laughs> know what she's saying. Explain something, and I'll be like trying to figure it out in my head, and I'll just be like, well, I can't come up with the alternative. <laughs> just, that'll that'll work. Yeah, it'll work. It'll work. And it works. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I helped. Great teamwork. <laughs> Great teamwork. That's what teams are made of. So this is our fifth and final year of FDC. We're all seniors at the same high school, at Banks High School. But um, we're just, we call ourselves a community team, but we're all just like friends. I mean, I guess we all live in the same community. Yeah. So. (laughs) I mean, you can have like the big, since we're a small team and it's really, we're just all really good friends that just do robotics, right? I feel like it's a lot more laid back. Yeah. Right, like we have a, goal that we need to accomplish but we're not gonna it's not like i'm gonna go to robotics Mm -hmm. because i'm going to strictly work on this one thing and i am strictly the designer and builder of our arm and i'm going to be working on that i feel like since we're a small team we can't have those uh specific roles and jobs Mm -hmm. i mean we all have our favorite things that we like to do but it's more laid back, like what next needs to be done, and I don't know. I like it better yeah. that way. I I guess I don't really think of our robotics as like an after school program. Like in my mind, like that's very like I don't know. Like you're just it's just a club, right? right? But to me, it's more just kind of like it's something that I do. It's just something fun, you know. I get to hang out with my friends and. Right. Just doing the robotics part is a bonus, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost feel like it's just us hanging out. Because <laughs> it's just us hanging out with robotics on the side, but we always get it done. Somehow. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's about how it goes. <laughs> Everyone shows up to robotics. There's about 10 minutes of productivity at the beginning, and then there's this kind of like weird middle ground limbo, and it's kind of like, <laughs> what are we doing? How do we explain what we did today? Like, it's not something you write about. Like, Jeez, you're exposing. Yes. Jeez, how many how many how many rings can I balance on my head today? <laughs> Don't at me like that. Oh my gosh. It's definitely more laid back. Yeah. It's like hanging out with friends, but like we're also doing robotics on the side. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. sometimes one or the other takes over, you know. <laughs> They're not always equal. Getting yeah. distracted by talking about a TikTok we saw last night or then we gotta find about, it. You guys talking about it? Criminal Minds. Criminal yeah, Minds Criminal Minds. Yeah. Yeah. There's multiple times where my mom has to come in and be like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Get back to work. And we're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> slowly working, slowly working. And then last meeting when she comes in and she's just like, what is this list? Why does it just say mullet? <laughs> Why is there just the list of mullet? I don't know. We have priorities, man. We just want mullets. Yeah, we mullets. <laughs> That's definitely on the top of our list. But I, I think it works pretty well because, I mean, Brooke and I, we've known Nick for years. What, like, I think uh, we were in the same first grade, kindergarten? First grade, yeah. First grade, kindergarten uh, class? Kindergarten, too. Yeah. yeah. And then he left homeschool. <laughs> Don't say it you like make it that. sound so bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, he. I went to, uh, I did homeschooling in third grade and then I. 
came back. Went to Banks in sixth grade, and then they moved. Went to seven. yeah, they moved to Banks in seventh grade. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. but we so. were on a team. We started or Nick's dad and Nick they started a uh, FLL team, which is First Lego League, so the level below what we're doing right now. And my mom just saw his dad at the at library, the library <laughs> one day, and he was just like, "Want to have your girls join?" and be honest, I did not want to go because, <laughs> you know, I was really enjoying my outside playtime. And then, what was this, fourth grade? Fourth grade? Yeah. Fourth grade, yeah. And then we showed up, and it was just a bunch of fourth grade, maybe fifth, sixth grade guys. Yeah. And Brooke and I were like, no, no, we don't yeah. know. So then I didn't want to go back, but then I just went back, and then I never stopped going (laughs) but I enjoy it I enjoy it a lot well I just remember showing up and I didn't really like I knew you from like elementary school but like we weren't we were in like when we knew each other we were like first and second grade right so I was more like friends with like my girlfriends you know like Mm -hmm. and and I so I didn't know (laughs) yeah I did yeah you had cuties and so I didn't (laughs) I didn't really know you that well and so I remember I showed up and I knew I knew another kid there because um he went to our church but still it was still that same situation and so I showed up and then I was like, oh, I don't know anybody here, and we're the only girls here, cooties. I don't want to be here. <laughs> but then we just never stopped going, and I, I'm kind of glad that we never stopped. Or, yeah, because then we, we made the team smaller. We just, the team got smaller at some point, and then it was... Then it was just us three yeah. for first year of FTC? It was, it was the big group, and then it was... It, it was the big group, and then um, Nicholas's brother and then our brother um, joined, and then our brother was like, nope, I'm not into this, so then he was quit. Him. <laughs> was not for him. And then we had our last year with four people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what was our last year of FLL? That was a nine-person team? That was a very Our last year of FLL? That of was FLL. No, that was us four and your brother. Because we went to state, and then we... That's right. Yeah. And then we had... There was a year where we had like nine or... That was yeah. one of the first that or was second years. Why did your dad start? Why did you guys start a team just because you wanted to? Yeah, it started like, I don't know, because at the time, like first grade and second grade, I guess, we didn't really have anything. Like, there were no after school activities that we did. Like, so I think my dad was like just looking for stuff for us to do. So, like, in first grade, he was like, hey, you want to start Taekwondo? And then we went to just to watch some classes, and then I ended up going. And that became, like, a thing I still do. And then, same thing. He was like, robotics is cool. You guys want to start a team? I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so, I'm not going to say, no, I hate robotics. I'm a second grader. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So, he did that. And then, I'm glad he did because, yeah, now we're here where we are now. Mm-hmm. I remember my favorite part of robotics back then was the part where I didn't even like, I mean, I liked like the whole, you build like a robot out of Legos and then you like drag little blocks to make it move and stuff. Like I liked that, but my favorite part was like doing the skit. I loved Mm -hmm. doing the skit where you had to like come up with the solution to like a world problem and then solve it. I don't know. And then you gotta just act it out. Like it was just so fun and I was like, I was I the opposite from you. I hated the skits <laughs> because I am so, if you know me in real life, I am so awkward in, like, social situations. It just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and so and so just having to, like, act out in front of, a, like, a bunch of adults, it was just, I didn't like it. But I liked, I think I, I don't even know what I liked because I didn't really get into 
the programming aspect of it until one, I think it was our second to last year of FLO. Yeah, sounds right. Second to last one, mm -hmm. because it was all the older kids that did it in our first couple of years. And then they all got too old, so then they had to move on to somebody had to take mm -hmm. it up. So I think <laughs> me and you figured it yeah. out. And then I That's think... It's a lot simpler. Yeah, just the blocks. Mm -hmm. Just just the little blocks that you drag around. That now, was a lot simpler. Now we use Java. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then when we were in eighth grade, we moved up to... FTC, which is the high school, I guess, like in quotations, like the high school level, mm. you get bigger robots and you like build those, but metal parts, not Legos. Yeah. I don't Changing know. the programming. I definitely was super intimidated because yeah. I, I remember like they took away like, you know, the whole like my, or I mean my favorite part and I was like, oh no, what am I going to do? And then they just kind of like forced me to start building things. And I mean, I enjoy it now. Like that's one of my favorite parts. And then we got Julian the next year. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't a part of the Lego League stuff. I got pushed straight into hardball. I was building You're good with it, though. You're good with it. Mm -hmm. Julian's our, um, our drawer. Is that our artiste. Our artiste. Mm -hmm. He likes to draw a robot. It's really good. How did, how did you, why did you join? Just because... I've never, I, before robotics, I had never been into any sort of club or after-school activity. I kind of just went home and played video games, but Nick over here wanted me to join, and that was like, that was that was probably, that was like first year of high school, because that's when I joined, Yeah, I think and I think so. that's when me and you were pretty, pretty solid friends at that point, because <laughs> <laughs> we had... We, we were in middle school. You said you came in at sixth grade. Sixth grade, yeah. And then I think we became like friends the year after because I was still hanging out with other people in middle school. Right. At the time. I think I joined your group and because right, everyone's got their own like, cliques and groups in high school and middle school. I remember I probably joined seventh grade, I think. And then after that, you just kind of stuck around. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I first met you, I just kind of knew you as like, Kid with the bright orange jacket. <laughs> yeah, I wore that yes. all the time. <laughs> I still remember what that was. A very iconic jacket. Um, it's an iconic Nick look. I don't know where that went. I also wore that um, Captain America one. Yeah, yeah that that's one. an iconic. That There's one. also that red one. Yeah, that one. The I red. Think of your life story and like stages of yes. the jackets you've worn. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that red one. I remember that so vividly. It was like the the zip up, and I remember you. Your your dad being so mad because in all of our photos you were wearing oh that red God. jacket instead yes. of our team shirt. Instead of our team shirt. <laughs> that was so funny. Cold, okay? <laughs> That's why we, we switched had, to sweatshirts. Yeah, we had team t-shirts at the time. I never got a t-shirt. Oh well, we could probably make more t-shirts. Why not? At one point we were gonna make. Yeah, I think yeah. at one point somebody was like, "Let's make socks." I was like, "Why?" why I don't know. Why not? Might be kind of cool. You're right. There's <laughs> people that wear white socks. Okay. Okay. wear black socks. I'm wearing white socks. I think I'm wearing white socks today, too. Usually I have pattern socks, but mm -hmm. not today. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite thing about robotics, Nick? Putting you like on the, the spot. Building. I don't know. I like using my hands to do stuff, right? Like, I just like, the, the by far the building is my favorite part, in like designing and solving the problems and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That. So I guess right now I'm applying and getting ready for college to be an engineer. And so I think robotics helped me a lot. Like, obviously, robotics was a huge <laughs> part of that. And I think 
I think my mom probably knew that I was going to enter that, like, you know, general field of doing something physical and with my hands because, like, we were talking about it and, no, I was literally, we were talking and I was pacing back and forth, like, unscrewing a flashlight, like, just <laughs> constantly. And, like, I remember elementary school sometime, like, second grade or third grade, I had a eye doctor thing and I just, like, their equipment and stuff, right? Like, I just kept grabbing it and, like, looking at how it worked. Like, I didn't, I couldn't just sit still and not, right? So, I don't know. I oh, think you were that child. I was, like, I was that kid. I just hated you. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's always, like, that's just always been a part of me. I like just looking at stuff and building and seeing how things work and stuff. And that's probably why I'm going into engineering. Uh, I think my favorite thing is because I'm the programmer, right? So when I'm doing the autonomous, I work on a lot. Right now the field's at my house. And I usually half of it. Half of it, I guess, since we only have half a field this year. Rip sad. (laughs) Crying. Um, (laughs) No, I work on a lot of it outside of robotics just so that like we don't have to work on like autonomous the driving it by itself. Um, Let's be honest. Maddie likes us not distracting her when she's trying to program. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> love like you guys a lot, but, like, it's, it's just really distracting because then you guys get in a conversation, and I want to be a part of the conversation, too. <laughs> but I can't focus and actually do what I'm supposed to do. But, no, uh, and then, um, but then also if I get stressed because it's not working, you guys aren't there to see me freak. Her, her, I call them meltdowns. They're not like, I mean, she's super dramatic person. Oh, 100%. But her freakouts are like, like comical. Like I have to walk away and I, I like (laughs) have to turn my back because I start laughing and smiling and that will just make the situation like (laughs) 10 times worse. She's so mad. But I don't know, like, because she, she'll be like explaining something, something to me and I, I'm not a programmer. I don't know how to help her. So I just smile and nod and pretend that I know what she's saying. Sometimes. And then she starts, like, getting a little bit more on, like, the level. She gets a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And then I just can't take it anymore. So I start laughing and I walk away. And then that makes her really mad, too. No. But laughing would make her no, even more mad. No, because sometimes I just need somebody just to sit there and listen. <laughs> just so I can run my ideas out. And then one of them will just click and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that'll work. But... No, back to my favorite thing. <laughs> so we're back on topic. <laughs> um, I think my favorite thing is when I finally get it to work. Like after like <laughs> after struggling with it for so often, finally getting it to work and not having to be like really anxious during the meets about oh it's a fifty fifty percent chance that it's gonna work or not. It's like it's for sure gonna work. So then I'm like confident in it. I think that's. Seeing the results, yeah. Like seeing it work, but like also like being confident enough in my results where I'm just like, oh yeah, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. It's I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? I think that's my favorite thing about robotics, especially in FDC. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it almost works out like that. You work on like being our one programmer, right? And having the field at your house, right? Like we're friends with the Banks team, um, and no, I. We hear like problems where they're fighting over the robot, right? Where they need people building whatever attachment that they need, but the programmers are also trying to use the robot so then they can now they're just kinda fighting each other and trying to I'm sure they know how to work it out by now. Yeah. But I remember when like our generation of <laughs> robotics 
teammates came in, they were new to figuring stuff out, and I don't think we ever had that problem just because... I work on it. So. Mm-hmm. And I think right. that's part of the reason, too, is also because I know that, oh, the ramp isn't working the way we want it to, so we need to change it. So I want to mm-hmm. do the programming thing so that I don't have to, like, get in your guys' way of just, like, trying to steal the robot from you guys where we can't get anything done because right. I already know that it takes us a little bit longer to get things done. <laughs> but they work. Let's just say that. It works. And we get it done, and it's pretty proficient. It's just... It takes a little bit longer, and I don't want to prolong that process of us yeah. to keep stealing the robot from you guys. Yeah, we we get e- easily distracted, and so that's it's really it, yeah. yeah that I was trying to put it. In, I was trying to put it in a way that wouldn't be like I don't know. Julian, were you around when we were when John kept saying rattles? That was no, a that huge was thing. a new term to me when I started robotics. <laughs> I, I was really like confused. An, when I, I, I first think that heard started in yeah. FLL. It FLL. did. I remember this one kid. It's um, like the last year, I think. Yeah, this yeah this like one that. kid. He literally made a sign, and every mm-hmm. and we we only had this sign for like probably a week because yeah. then everybody we're in elementary school. Everybody forgot about it after one week. <laughs> but like every time somebody would like get into a rat hole, which for those of you who don't know, it's like when you get off topic, which like what we're doing a lot and in this just, podcast. And you just stop. Like yeah, I guess we are you, rat hole. Like, yeah, oh my gosh, you bad. stop. Yeah. You stop talking about what you're meant to be talking about, or meant to be discussing, or doing, and you just start doing or talking about something completely different. <laughs> and so this kid had a sign, and he just held up a rat hole sign every time we got in a rat hole. And I do think it worked, but then I started realizing that it was our parents that would get us sidetracked yeah. in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like my mom would be like, "Did you guys see that um that TikTok cuz my mom's on TikTok? <laughs> Did you guys see that TikTok and then we get distracted talking about a whole series yeah. of things?" Something and then like and then mom's like, "Oh, we're in a rat hole. We're in a rat hole." And we're like, "Who started it?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, back on topic. Back on topic. Which what's your favorite part, Julian, about robotics? I don't I like the competition. I like actually competing with our robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing what we built actually have a purpose, mm-hmm. which I guess is getting points better or worse than other robots. <laughs> Not yeah. always better, which kind of sucks because uh, it's different this year. Everyone's getting points, but it's like isolated and you don't really get to see how other teams are getting their points or you don't really get to watch other teams' robots progress as you go to the league meets. You kind of just, you know, you're going to get to the league meet, in the final league meet, and Robots A, B, and C are all going to have different scores, and they're going to be like 300 points, and you're be like, <laughs> when did that happen? Big boy robots. You won't even know what hit you. I think, yeah, so we had our first um, league tournament yesterday. It was mm-hmm. League Meet Zero, so technically the scores don't count, but it was just a way to try to get started, especially since we're doing it, like we said, remote this year. So we did the whole tournament using a half field at... Uh, in my, our living room. And, yeah, and work in my living room <laughs> yesterday. And I think, how did you guys think it went? Like, what was, I guess, not how our robot performed, but how do you think the whole remote season is going so far? I know we only had one, but is it, do you like it better than the normal ones? Is it different? What do you think? I feel like, I mean, I would rather be in person, right? Just because I like the experience of seeing the different robots and being, like, in that environment. But it's also stressful there, and there it was, I mean, yes, each practice, like we said, okay, this is our run, these points count, it was still pretty laid back because we were familiar, like, it's a new environment, like, we go to some, like, the Tillamook School, or, or we've gone to Liberty, and we've gone to the different schools, this was, like, 
at their house. Mm-hmm. So like it was it was pretty familiar. I would compare it to like playing a card game with your friends. So say one year you play Uno with your friends in person, you're all sitting around the table, you know, putting cards on the table, and then the next year you're all at your own house on your phone and you're playing Uno over the phone and you're sending in your <laughs> card that you want to put down and then the other t- you know, people are going to put down their card. It's like playing game pigeon games on your phone. Yeah. yeah. It's not quite the same. No, it's definitely different. See, no matter how anxious I got at the tournaments, I do miss that because, like, we were talking about on the way here about how, like, yesterday didn't even really feel like a league meet. Like, it, it, we, we didn't really remember that we had it yesterday because it – normally it's, like, an all-day process, and it's something that's, like, super – it's – like draining like you you spend all you get up super early and we all pack in this car well it's because we go to Tillamook well yeah that's true (laughs) but we get up early and like before the sun's up and we all we meet at the high school and we pack in the car and we drive all the way to Tillamook and like half the time we're all like still asleep so we're just in the car just so drained and we get there, and then we're, like, stressed. Is our robot going to work? Is it going to be – is it going to pass inspection? That's the big one. Is it going to pass mm-hmm. the test? And then and then you actually get to do the tournaments, and depending on how, how smoothly everything's going, it can last a really long time. But I don't know. I always get super anxious because, like Maddie said earlier, I'm also not a big social person. But um, – I, I like going and seeing other teams and seeing how they're progressing and getting to interact with other people who are in the same, I don't know, like, group as you, you know? Right. Like, I could talk about robotics to any any other, like, not you guys, but, like, any other of my friends, and none of them know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so I can go up to somebody who I don't even know and start talking about something, and they know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's kind of fun, like, just getting to interact with people and meet new people and just competing and like it just even though like it makes me anxious I, I like that feeling it makes me feel productive and like Julian said makes us know that we're doing we're accomplishing something I feel like that's almost like yes we we're a small team and we feel like it's been more laid back right because a COVID happened and it pushed the leagues out and mm-hmm. stuff but going to the tournament kind of like makes you like oh shoot next weekend is the next competition that we need to be ready and everything mm-hmm. so like like you're there and you're like okay we need to get these things done mm-hmm. whereas right now like for the most of the time i don't think we even knew when the league meet was going to happen yeah. it was just kind of like just snuck up on us we're just gonna go as we please and mm-hmm. whatever and now our first league meets here and i still don't f- like yes now there's pressure like okay in two weekends there's another competition, mm-hmm. but it's not like strong pressure yeah, it's, it's where not, you need to get it's it. It's not the done. same feeling. No, so. because but I also think that me is because like on normal tournaments you're obviously in person, so you get to see other robots and see how they compare to your robot, and that pushes you to be better and like mm-hmm. makes you feel like you have to like get obviously like your robot to be get more points and get better so you can win, right? And so what not being able to see the other robots just makes it everything feel more like, oh, like, we have what we have. But, I mean, I feel like we're still, like, you know, we're still trying to improve every meeting and whether or not how how much we get accomplished during that meeting because we get distracted. But we still, I feel like, get a lot, a lot done. Right. I don't know. Going back to what you said about if you were to talk to other people, I guess we never, like, I know we weren't going to 
explain all of first, but to give context, these robot competitions for the viewers, they're pretty much, they have a series of tasks and challenges, and our goal is to build a robot that completes these challenges to earn more points, right? And you're on a field with an alliance member, so you've got two robots on your team, and then on the opposing team, there's two other robots. So there's four robots all on the field trying to accomplish these tasks. Um, so it's not like battle bots or no. whatever, just to give you context <laughs> of what like we're talking about. And there's more, if, you, if you're if you curious about it, you can go to the first page mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's and more information there about it if you're yeah. interested. And the tournaments aren't just like small little like mm-hmm. tournaments. Like they're like full on like sports tournaments. Like you go and there's like people, like an audience watching. And it's like... Matching I don't know. uniforms. Yeah, matching yeah. uniforms. And it, I don't know, it gets super, like, some people get up in costumes. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's really cool. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. But, like, we've gone to, like, supers and state a few times. And just going from league and then, like, once you move on to, like, the next, like, level, right, just seeing how all of, like, the, I don't know, like, the the costumes and how everybody's so much more, like, in, yeah, and yeah, like the feeling is so like the higher you get up, the more intense everything is, and it's just so like I wouldn't say stressful, but it is stressful, but it's more like it's more exciting. Yeah, it's There's more. It's on a different level. The first community, like the whole, especially I don't. I mean, I guess we've never been anywhere besides Oregon, but <laughs> Oregon has. I, I think Oregon has the most F. FTC teams in the United States. Because um, of Intel. Because of, I guess, yeah, Intel. But it's just the whole first community is just crazy. Like, everybody's just so spirited, I mm-hmm. guess is which a good yeah. word for it. Yeah, like, everybody's cool. just so into it. And it, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Because um, some of my friends, um, I don't, like Brooke said, if I talk to them about robotics, they have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, like, I think it's really freaking cool. And, I like, it's just the things people do like I like looking at the robots and seeing what other people do because some people are just crazy they just have come up with the craziest ideas and it just works and then they're like why didn't I think about that like that could work and then you try to put it in your robot and then it doesn't work as well so then you're like scratch it go back to the drawing board fix mm-hmm. it but I also just like seeing how other people interact with each other at the tournaments mm-hmm. because it's such like a positive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, like you're competing against each other, but like the slogan is like gracious profession, gracious professionalism. <laughs> it's a tongue twister, but um, no, like everybody's so nice to each other and like lend each other parts and just the way that people interact with each other and they're so energetic. And I don't know. I remember like out. There's always, like, I always get excited to see the same people, mm-hmm. like, um, and, like, throughout the years, like, I'll see them, and I may, and I'll, like, maybe I'll talk to them, like, a few times, but, like, I always, like, seeing them, like, I, I see them, and I know that the girl that always wears that rainbow tutu is there, and I love that, you know, it's so fun. And I think it's cool because, like, for an example, uh, last year, when we went to Super Qualifiers, we were playing a card game spoons <laughs> and you know we were just trying to pass some time before the turn of the games or the rounds actually started and you know a couple kids came over and they're like hey could we play with you so it's like we don't even know these people but we're just gonna all play spoons together and then, then we gotta go compete with our robots but you know it's just fun it's just fun shout out to guy that played spoons with us shout yeah out. shout out to you you're shout cool really <laughs> cool Hit us up on our Instagram. (laughs) We'll we'll set up another time to play, maybe after COVID. (laughs) 
I feel like anyone who uh, does something for a very long time experiences this. Uh, I feel like this should be a phenomenon. <laughs> but, uh, there's uh, when you're explaining what you like to do, and for us that's robotics. There's always uh, this misconception that other people have about it. So every mm-hmm. time someone realizes that I do robotics and I go to explain it to them, the first thing that goes into their mind every time is BattleBots. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> every time. Yeah. I've never just had someone be like, "Oh, robotics! I know what that is." You, you, you get points and do challenges, and you know, progress through the league meets now. Yeah, it's always battle bots, and every time I explain what robotics is actually about, they almost seem like disappointed that we're not <laughs> death contraptions to compete against each other. If you don't know what robotics is and you're listening to this, we don't create death contraptions. <laughs> no, not this. Safety year. first. <laughs> we are professionals. We have our own team safety glasses. Yes. Yeah, we have. They fit our color scheme, and it's super cool. We look so cool. Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows us in the pit. Everyone. Yeah, we're the we're the BBIT team, <laughs> or other us other teams call us BBIT. <laughs> yeah, there are no dots. It could be pronounced BBIT, or if you think about it, one of the B's could almost be silent, and we could just be BIT. <laughs> that's our new name. Is BIT? It's BIT. Hey, maybe that's why we're bits called and Bits and Bots. bots. You'll never know the name is really for. You'll never know that we actually spent an hour sitting in our living room just be like call this yeah what do we call this acronyms are cool we need an acronym oh (laughs) Oh my i think there's this really big like stereotype around people who do robotics have you like before i joined i always thought that there was yes i thought it was just like nurse 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 right (laughs) like one time um i think it was eighth grade and I was just talking to this kid in my class, and he called me a secret nerd. And I, was, I didn't know how to take that because I was like, uh, like, like, sure, yeah, I'll be a nerd. I don't really think there's a problem. I don't even, like, I don't care. I feel like but that then I was like, too. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, a secret? You think I'm trying to be a secret nerd? Like, I don't understand. Oh, I don't understand. Who's trying yeah. to be like, I got my inner nerd, and I don't want anyone else to see it? <laughs> but like, it, I think it's cool because, you know, you go to these tournaments and you see all these people and it's like not, I guess. It's like a rally of the nerds. Yeah, but even that, it's like, there's just really cool people there. I know. There's just really cool people there. And so I just, I don't know. I just think it's It's definitely not like the stereotypical nerd that you Mm -mm. see in shows and movies and stuff that people portray people as. It's just... I don't know. It's just not people who enjoy building things and engineering mm-hmm. things and designing things and coming up with ideas right. to problem solve. It's yeah. you don't have to be a. You, I mean, right. you may be classified as a nerd, but it's fine because like that's cool. Like what you're doing, like robot, like robotics, is like to me like it's such a cool concept and like you have to like, I don't know. Like I I'll talk to people and they just think that like. That's, they think that it's something that they can't do, but you can do, like, I think anybody can do it. Yeah, like, they say that they're not, like, I'll be, like, talking to my friends, and they'll be like, oh, I'm not smart enough to do that. I don't know how you do that. I'm like, I'm I'm the same amount of level as you are. Like, you like you can do it. Like, you just have to put in the time and, I mean, I, I don't know. You just have to be, like, motivated to want to do that. I think like it's like that. any other sports team, like, when you start, Brooke and I play softball. When we start playing softball, we didn't know anything. And, you know, and, like, you just start it off and then you learn on the way. I think that's how robotics is, too. You don't need to have any prior knowledge to join. You just join and you learn along the way. You just right. got to want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You just You're not going to learn anything if you don't want to do it and you yeah. don't want to get, you know, better. Yeah. yeah. 
And it like and then like it opens up so many opportunities. Like Nicholas, he wants to be an engineer, you know? Right. And it's like opening up to opened him up to like maybe enrolling into scholarships and stuff like that, you know? So it's just it's a lot of I don't know, it's a good it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean it- like this this goes into really like any sport or any activity like even in taekwondo like when i've asked people about it or like like you know like do you want to join or whatever they're like oh i can't do that well you don't go to the classes because you already know how to do it right mm-hmm. you join robotics or join taekwondo to learn to do robotics or do taekwondo right mm-hmm. like it, you don't need to i don't know I, i've just noticed that when i've talked to people let's take a second to acknowledge that uh we're not saying that everyone who does FTC is a nerd, but like <laughs> yeah, if we yeah. were to assume that everyone in FTC is a nerd, not all nerds are created equal. <laughs> if, you're, if someone's going to call you a nerd, you don't have to be the smart nerd, okay? You could be the creative nerd. Mm-hmm. You could be the, the visionary nerd. You could, you could be the guy who's <laughs> like, he can see it in his head. You know, maybe he can't solve quadratic formulas, but, you know, maybe they have an idea in their head of what would complete a challenge well. You don't yeah, you don't right. have to have some sort of standard for intelligence to participate in FTC. You just yeah. gotta you just gotta enjoy robots. It's the whole process of building a robot and uh, hanging out with people and competing with it. I mm-hmm. mean there's people that drive the robots by the end of it too. You don't have to be the same person that makes the robot to drive the robot. You could you could also just work on the engineering notebook if you wanted that. If you're like into photography and writing, you know, that's a whole part of it. It's mm-hmm. a team game and not everyone has to do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, that's another know, part. Nerd. That's another part that we didn't mention. There's the engineering notebook that we have to write for it too. So at the qualifying in the state, they ask for an engineering notebook which pretty much gives them a rundown and like takes them through our process mm-hmm. and it's just a book about our robot and our team and like how like they've got the different uh, like requirements for it yeah. but I mean that's a huge part of it lots of the awards and stuff you need that like a good one for it right so mm-hmm. if you're a journalist or like a photographer writer like you can join robotics so. yeah write about how your 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 design or your envision came to life and mm-hmm. about like how your team came a team and all that kind of stuff it's one that's one of my favorite parts is writing in the engineering notebook. There, there's a spot for everybody on a robotics team. You know, everybody can find a role in there that fits specifically for what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. Quick side note to all the new teams who need to make their engineering notebook. Do not, and I mean do not, put sticky notes <laughs> on the pages. The judges won't like you. Oh, my God. That w- oh, we need, like, a picture. We need mm-hmm. to put, like, a picture in there of that notebook if we still have it. Or, <laughs> so if, you, yeah. if, or if you do decide to use sticky notes, maybe <laughs> limit it to, like, maybe maybe six, maybe seven, maybe eight. Not um, four different colors with about 12 colors, with about 12 for each color. That's oh my, each it's really page. excessive. Oh, yeah. my God. There were so many you uh, could barely turn the page. Yeah. Mind you, we put the sticky tabs on there to call attention for what we wanted the judges to look at. So it was super overwhelming. They don't, they don't, you know, they don't go through <laughs> yeah, and read your whole engineering notebook because they got a bunch of teams to go through and read. And sometimes these pages are like 300, or these books are like 300 pages long. And so they're not going to read every page. So we put sticky tabs on what we wanted to read, and it was pretty much a sticky tab per page. But don't be intimidated by the length of that. Like, 
you, it it, it's a lot. Of, there's a long time for you to write this, and it doesn't have to be 300 pages. Like, I think ours right now is like 40 pages, but it's 40 pages of quality content, yes. you know? And it's definitely short. quality yeah. over quantity. Mm -hmm. so. We and newer teams skew away from daily entries of writing about what you do <laughs> every day. We've learned that just writing about how the process has changed. So let's say we have an arm, like a little arm that we want to pick up a block. Um, instead of writing about today, we took a screw and we attached it to a beam that held the arm onto the robot. Instead of talking about that, because nobody really wants to read about that, you know, we talk about the different versions we had. So the arm with the, the grabber using um, surgical tubing and then using actual metal pieces to grab it and then 3D printing parts to mm -hmm. different versions instead of daily entries. Yeah, so instead of doing daily entries, just write about how your pieces of your robot has evolved over time, I guess. So like different versions and stuff. That's that's how we found the best way to organize your building part of your engineering notebook because we've gone down the daily the daily task and that was it's kind of mess too, kind yeah. of a mess. <laughs> I look back at our old engineering notebooks and I'm like, wow. You know, we've we've changed we've changed a lot from from back then. I guess robotics I've learned a lot and not just like the physical let's learn java programming and like let's learn how to build this so that this can do this you know instead of just that i think i've learned a lot about and it's helped me grow personally like i think i'm more confident in showing people the things that i've made you know and i'm more proud of the things i make because our robot's pretty cool and what it does is pretty cool and not everybody can do that especially if they don't take the time to do that. And I think I've become, I know I said I'm really socially awkward, but I think I'm less socially awkward than I used to be <laughs> because I'm putting myself out there to talk to new teams and talk about the robots and stuff like that. So I think that's something really cool that robotics has helped me with and helped me grow. Overall, Maddie's surrounding person's count has increased since starting robotics. She now has a mm -hmm. higher limit of people she can be around at any given time. That's very impressive. That, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate so that. Quite a large accomplishment. Thank you. Thank We've you. Seen your change. <laughs> congratulate you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I definitely agree. I think, yeah, in addition to like, I can now, I now know how to use a drill. <laughs> and I now know how. To use like how to like I don't know using the engineering process and coming up with an idea and trying it and coming up with the designs before you actually build it to make sure that it will work and be okay you're not wasting material or just the idea of trying things and failing and trying again it's that's I think I feel like that's something that you need in life like you need to know not everything's going to work every time and you need to know how to like come back from something and and try again finding new solutions to those problems yes. that failing is okay because you'll eventually find a solution that'll fix it and sometimes when you fail it's kind of funny <laughs> like one time we had a lead screw and we had a and we we let's just say that we didn't add what Maddie likes to call lead screw stoppers. And so the lead screw just, it just kept going up. It just, yeah. it just kept going up and up and up to the point where it literally bent one of the beams of our robot in half. And yeah. it was, we still have that beam. And sometimes we look back at it and we're like, wow, 
<laughs> what a time. <laughs> yeah, fun thing about mechanical pieces on your robots, they make this cool uh, warning sound when something bad's about to happen. <laughs> it's kind of like when two pieces of aluminum, they kind of like collide and they make this nice little like uh, crunching sound. That's kind of <laughs> what you can hear across the room and you just kind of know that something's maybe not supposed to do that. So you stop doing that. Yeah. That sound. <laughs> Everybody stop, drop, figure out what's going on. <laughs> so we can, <laughs> no, we can, don't have to listen to the horrible noise. Yeah. Actually, yesterday when the, that... The chain and sprocket when that <laughs> screw got stuck and uh, it, it just made that sound. Just ate away at the sprocket. It was like grinding. Mm -hmm. uh, Sometimes you hear something and you're Yeah, this is it's a learnt trait. You gotta know that nope, that's not right. But <laughs> Well there's a fine line between that's not right, but we can keep going. It's okay for now. And then the, the, the it's like, oh my gosh, we have to stop right now. We totally destroyed something. Sirens flashing, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens every time, you know, when I'm working on it by myself, like programming, I always, every time, oh, this is so bad. Every time I'm working up by myself, I break something. Every time. Oh, we have a dead servo pile. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's at least three, and I don't think I told you about one of them. <laughs> but no. I, know, I know you know about two of them. But I, I break something or something falls apart every time I do it myself, and I think that's part of the reason why I have, quote-unquote, a meltdown, that Brooke calls it, because I have to fix it before I actually... Like, one time um, I was programming, I think it was last year, and last year there was a... They called it Skybridge, and so it was this thing that was kind of like in the middle of the mat and it went up and then it went across to the walls and then your robot could drive under it. Well, I had a servo that stuck out and our, or a servo with an arm that stuck out. And so then it, when it was driving by itself, so I wasn't controlling it, it drove literally right into the sky, sky bridge and ripped the arm off and broke the top of the servo so the servo was completely demolished and I was so nervous to tell everybody about it because we already have a problem with servos <laughs> like numbers of servos I put it in the office on this really high shelf and I didn't tell anybody about it until the end of the season <laughs> this I think year, we just pulled it out this we year we did because the, because then somebody's like what happened to our other servo and I was just like haha it's right here you know it's broken and then this year I was working on the robot and I was trying to lift something and it was this big servo so it's stronger right it's trying to lift this thing um it was too heavy and the robot thing snapped. Same way the other one snapped, just snapped it. The little ball thing that makes it turn, snapped it right off. And then, <laughs> I was so, oh my gosh. So I don't think we've used a lot of servos this year yet. But, but I think from that we've learned like which direction to put pressure on the servo. Yeah. Like that was kind of a learned experience. And we've also learned how to fix stupid mistakes. Like make sure the set screw it's all the way in. So before you start driving, you know what I mean? The common sense things that you forget about in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And you learn, and then you just fix it, and you move on. Make sure you start your competition with all four wheels. Yeah. yeah. We had a match where we we just lost a wheel. We just lost a wheel, like, halfway through the competition, and that gave us a penalty because we're not supposed to detach parts from our robot. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, we just left a wheel. Yeah. Just, you know, just yeah. in the middle field. So. But hey, we can say that we've never done that again. Yeah, It was a one-time thing. We happened and now we always check our wheels. <laughs> we always make sure that one of them, all four of them are going to stay on. Yeah. Not one of them is going to come off. That's an important part. Yeah. 
in matches, there's always that really, that even it's like something happens that's just so funny. Like, I think one time we were driving, we were in the middle of a match at Tillamook last year, and all of a sudden, the, our alliance team standing next to us goes, starts, like, screaming, and we're all just like, what, what, what? And they're like, you turned our robot off, our robot. Our arm accidentally reached, like, inside their robot and hit the off switch. <laughs> <laughs> so then they were, like, trying to tell us to turn it back on, but we're like, we don't even know how we did that in the first place. We don't know how to turn it back on. That was funny. <laughs> a lot of funny memories. We, we sunk our team's battleship. Mm -hmm. so it's not a good. It's not a. It's not a strong play. No. <laughs> Work with your team, not against. Them. I think, it, like, in terms of like what we've learned, like, I think it comes down to just experience, right? Like, mm -hmm. for like me specifically, but this applies to any aspect of it. Is pretty much like when I go to college or whatever, I get my job for engineering or whatever. I've got nine years of screwing, right? Just like something simple like that, using Allen wrenches and stuff. Mm -hmm. Brooke has experience in writing more, right? Like you're, like if you enjoy writing, I'm sure you're gonna write. But this is like almost an excuse to write. Like I'm just not gonna sit in my room and mm -hmm. build a robot by myself, right? Unless I'm super invested in that, right? That this is something that's almost like forcing me to just have skills that are gonna help me later. And mm -hmm. so, like when I start college, I can say, oh, I have nine years of experience in robotics, right? And that's gonna, that's just gonna help in just that statement alone. But like, <laughs> I don't know, I have, like, something happens, I'm, I don't know, it just seems like there's experience behind it, yeah. right, so. And with that, you don't have to like, you don't have to do how many years of robotics and then go into an engineering oh. field. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's nice to know that you have some sort of background of how to build things and how to, it's basically problem solving and mm -hmm. that's a big part of of life and how to interact with other people and it's just it's nice to have just in general like yeah I don't know how else to I mean I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet you know I'm going to college and that for sure but it's it's nice to have like a variety of things skill sets and skill sets and I think this has really grown my skill sets as a person and then also it's helped me figure out like what I like and what I don't like and what I want to do and what I do not want to do like I I do enjoy programming but I don't want to sit at a computer all day you know what I mean like I want to be doing something but I I do really I like programming enough to like I want to do it but I don't want to sit at a desk all day so just trying to find a balance of how do I do that but also not the thing I don't want to do at the same time you and know what I mean you wouldn't have learned that unless you were in robotics and kind yeah. of went through that experience of learning that right it's just good to just have experiences and like grow mm -hmm. right so i guess we're gonna wrap it up here uh yeah. thanks for listening you know this was kind of i was really intimidated at first but this is this was really fun actually yeah, you just gotta mm -hmm. get in the groove of it and then it's yeah a lot easier we'll see you next time thanks maybe. for listening <laughs> maybe <laughs> thanks for listening to bits and bots uh we'll see you guys later Bye. Bye. <laughs> I guess I could put this so everybody can see it. Can everybody see it? Yep. Julian, can you see it? Oh. No, I'm still fine. <laughs> oh, jeez.